0: the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. We have a brilliant, brilliant guest episode today. This is a person that I have had just some really joyful, fantastic interaction with over Instagram. It's so exciting for me whenever I can kind of have connection with people on Instagram and then meet them semi in real life, right? At least we can see each other's faces and hear each other's voices. And so I'm really thrilled to bring you the wisdom of this person because I think he's just going to provide such an extraordinarily unique perspective I want to welcome on Christopher Hancock who is an astro medium um, and just a generally all-around extraordinary manifester so welcome Christopher
1: thank you so much I'm very honored to be here and to be in your energetic space
0: Thank Appreciate you, it. thank you. I spent yesterday recording a podcast with two ego manifestors, uh, Vanessa Henry uh, oh, no. and Catherine yeah. McCollin. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, I have a defined ego and and my ego energy was like, all up in the clouds I felt like a freaking queen for the rest I'm of the sure day so I'm like two days in a row with ego manifestors. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am here for it. Her and I'm gonna walk around like royalty for the next week just soaking it all up so you thank are. you for sharing your energy with me I love it you're
1: so welcome you're very welcome <laughs> I'd love to
0: so can you share with us what your design is and how you kind of stumbled into the human design vortex
1: Yes. So my human design, I am a two, four ego manifester. Um, I also like letting people know my incarnation cross. It's the incarnation cross of Eden, right oh. angle cross of Eden.
0: I love and, the Eden.
1: Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. There's and That's so fitting to the general theme of my life. Okay. So I, I do all kinds of things and my work encompasses many different things, but my life has always moved me in a spiritual direction. And one of my, dearest friends, has been into human design for a long time. And she reached out to me um, when I was really starting to get into doing this and doing readings for people or was getting into spirituality more. And she said, let me do a human design reading on you. And I said, sure, I've heard of that floating around. You know what? I've heard of this. When she said, oh, you're a manifester. And I was like, oh, is that a good thing? And she said, "What is that? 9% of the population. And I was like, (sighs) Oh my gosh! Of course, this is all making sense. She wrote, she read me for filth. I was like, there is <laughs> an aspect of what she was saying that I had not found in astrology, mm. and and vice versa. But that thing I needed was that inhuman design, and she triggered it. And I never went back. And it was this kind of—I never felt so understood in my whole life. And then the realization of what that manifesto word came with. I had to go through that part of it as well.
0: Yeah. But I yeah. made
1: it. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're somewhat on the other side and still going. I am, yes. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Can you, before we get too far into the podcast, can you tell us about your work? Because uh, you have a really interesting just complexity and dynamic of bringing a number of different modalities together. In On the outside, it seems just... Um, it's, it's very synergized. Like it's, it's very clear, but I imagine that on the back end as a manifesto, you feel like you can operate in a number of different buckets and a number of different ways. Can you tell us about that work?
1: Well, for most of my life, I was an actor. I worked in sales. I got high up um, in several companies and, being an actor and director has always been there. And, but so was spirituality. And so was the, I've always been into astrology since I was a teenager. The work that I do is really just about what has worked for me and what is helping me. It's about me. (laughs) but (laughs) Well, you are an
0: ego manifester. So yeah, it is about you. (laughs) And I,
1: my upbringing, I was raised to be as manifest is as possible except I did have a parent that wanted to control me mm. and for many 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 years and it got physical it was very it was bad there was a lot of stuff there that I've had to unwind and one of the things was oh it is about me
2: mm. but that
1: doesn't mean that I'm better than you or it didn't have to come with what that parent said it had to come with yeah and being sure of self didn't have to mean what that parent thought that meant. And it is hard to raise a manifester child, but out of all of that, I've moved myself into okay, this is what's pulling me. This is what's pulling me. This is what's working for me. I have dealt with so many modalities and teachings that didn't resonate or didn't move me or didn't cause something significant to happen. And I let that go. What my work is, or is encompassing up to this point, all the things that I have evolved into. And that way I can really speak to it and really Mm. embody it. And I really love influencing and having an impact on people. And part of that is the work that I'm doing it does seem like many things, but it all encompasses in healing and understanding of self, and that's what I feel like I'm here to do.
0: Mm, yes. It, to me, that is just the pure embodiment of the manifesto energy. When we strip all of, all of the complexities and all of the questions and all of those challenges away, when it comes down to it, manifestors want to have an impact. That's, what, mm. that's where our energy wants to move. That's how we're designed to operate. And I think that we demonize our own desire to do that. Yes. Certainly, um, I know that for manifestors with a defined ego or manifestors with an ego authority, especially can really struggle with that. Like it, it is about self. It is about what I desire. I know I'm inherently worthy of these things that I want. And I know that if I just go out and, take action on getting these things. I will receive them because I why, do. why shouldn't I, why shouldn't I have them? Right. But even within the spiritual spaces, there is such a dark conversation around the concept of ego that mm. I think I would imagine for an ego manifesto, that's gotta be challenging to sort of extrapolate those things out from each other. What applies and what doesn't.
1: It is very much that especially in my life about what is ego what isn't and i'm very much a teacher of the ego is wonderful we need the ego you don't get rid of the ego you allow the ego time to catch up to the higher self catch mm-hmm. up to the energy self you don't get rid of it you you do it anyway, even when you're scared, you prove the ego wrong constantly, but you also work with it and know that it is you too. People also like to say ego is edging God out and it's not the real you. And I'm like, well, it is part of the real you. It is a very dense expression of you. And it's the expression of you that has a lot to do with what's going on here. And so for those of us with a defined ego, know that more clearly about ourselves, not about you. We may think that, especially as we're getting older and we go through our life, but when it comes to how I feel about something, it's very clear. And anything that stops that or gets in the way, I'm very much a person. I wish I could just want to do things for you for no reason, but I do find myself going, what am I getting out of it? Yeah. Because if I don't get something equal, even if I don't think about it here, I can feel it in my body. Mm-hmm. Like I was taken advantage of, or I was um, not respected or there's a, I'm a manifester, ego manifester with a stellium in Leo. And mm. that oh, wow! Going okay, to, yeah, that's gonna court. I'm a king and a court jester. <laughs> now, right? Yeah. So it's interesting how that plays out because I love. I I don't like when I talk about human design. I don't always use the kings and queens and emperors example because it makes people feel a certain way, mm. although they don't realize that. In certain other ways, I'm up in my castle wishing sometimes I could be doing as much as them. Okay. But in other ways, if I really just sat in my truth, I really want to be up there and I really want to be in my bed. And I really want to be with the animals being fed grapes. Those (laughs) that's a real, when I, when that was delivered to me, these were the Kings and Queens for thousands of years. I was like, Yeah. I love working when it's an impulse that strikes and it's something creative I'm doing. And then it could be several months that I just, because I did not know how to rest for my entire life until the Mm. past couple of years that I'm saying you're resting right now. You're not doing things right now. So that's where some of this more of my ego is becoming able to blossom Mm. and to then be more connected to other people because it's more connected to itself. And I feel more connected to people now than I ever have in my life, even my own parents, but I also have less tolerance and more clear boundaries. Mm -hmm. So it is working, but while it's working, there are things that seem to not be working in the process. And I'm still going through those things as people I've been friends with for many years are starting to feel and see the crown becoming more shiny and glowing more. And that's not because I'm more successful or I think that, but because I'm knocking off so much. I don't work that 40 to 50 hour job anymore. I don't allow people to stay in my home or in my bedroom. If I go to a retreat, I have my own space. There's things now that I know that I implement that it is, when you come to my retreats, I ask what your human design is because if it's, if you are a non-sacral being, you're not sleeping in the same bed or the same sleeping space as someone else. Cause they won't sleep. Yeah. That When we know better, we become better and I make those choices now and it's working.
0: I mean, it's, it's sovereignty, isn't it? It's a state of energetic sovereignty. Mm, and I, to me, the manifesto energy is sovereignty. It, it, yeah. We are. We are the depiction of sovereignty yeah. when we are at our best, and I think that we we have all of the kind of structural functionality to make that available to us. We have the closed aura. We have the ability to initiate. We have these divine creative urges. Um, we have this sort of like separation in the way that our energy works to the way that everybody else's energy works, and you know, we were talking about this at the VIP day that I I did recently. So for anybody who's listening, if you were there, this is a perfect example that sovereignty doesn't mean that there is this um, like ease and flow and like buttercups and rainbows all around you. I mean, it is a knife edge energy. It will sever people and sever things. And I, I think we need to be willing to hold that we need and uh, you explained it so beautifully saying i'm just going to release this this thing because i know this works for me and i'm going to take ownership over that i'm going to claim my space here knowing that in doing that it's not just good for me it is actually good for everyone if i can yeah. do this
1: yes it doesn't feel like that in the moment sometimes to the other oh. person especially when you're being very clear it is hard it's actually really hard when your aura is repelling a lot of people at once. Yeah. Okay. So things are very interesting, especially to a manifester with ego authority. I'm a two, four ego manifester. So, and I am cancer rising North node in Capricorn. And I find that so interesting that my South node, which would be what I'm comfortable with and come in with is the same as my rising sign. And that cancer energy is the hmm. hermit home domestic alone safety. And then that North node in Capricorn is always pulling me towards success, ambition, opportunities, the fourth line. Yeah. So there's this interesting dynamic between both that I'm able to say, I naturally want to be here, but I have to be out in the world and becoming more clear in who I am is attracting the right people to me, but also not as many. So for someone who keeps track. I have to be very careful of what I keep track of and what matters to me because now my rest and the way I feel when I wake up in the morning is what matters to me. And I want to deliver information to the world. I want to have that impact, but I also can get tired of things Mm. after a while and burned out and then not want to do them ever again. So what I'm doing right now is not posting on Instagram, only doing sessions during the week without doing all this extra stuff with all these videos and everything. I'll get back to it. But until then, I am really waiting until I want to do it instead Mm. of, okay, it's been a month. This is long enough because it's been a month. And in that time I've traveled, I've been with friends. I've spent more time with people than normal. I did not that month I have not fully rested up yet. And I have to trust that. And I can feel it in my body because I still don't want to press post yet. And so I'm playing with that. And it's scary. It's a tightrope. When's it going to happen? Because my ego has decided that that's what needs to happen for this to work. I've got to post and get all these people my information. I am also playing with I wonder who gets brought to me without me trying to right mm. at this time in my resting period. Cause I've been going out there and getting them. There are people still coming to me from something I initiated last year. It doesn't yeah. just have to be initiation result. No, there's, waves and overlapping energies with that. And so I'm kind of sitting back in the resting saying nothing has to be happening right now, but there are people and seeds are being planted. And I have to remember that even though it's small, I want it small right now. I don't want people to be coming after me right now. That's the interesting thing is I want an impact and then I want space from it. It's interesting.
0: There is so much goodness in that, so much goodness, oh, my gosh. I mean, the, the understanding that the initiation creates a ripple and so it's not as closed contained as we think it is that, Oh, I initiate and then I receive, and then it's done. And then I and rest. Not. And then I move on to, it is no, it is never <laughs> done. Right. You can have initiated things years past and they are still pulling in. So many people, when
1: I'm talking to them about human design, I'm like, hold on, we've got a loop in law of attraction here or whatever that is that you call law of attraction. Let's yeah, that loop magnetism.
0: That in. Yeah. Because
1: that magnetism is what your aura is working with. Like, the projectors and we tell them go wait, because when you go out there looking for them, you use more energy during your rest period, trying to find it. So it doesn't come even more to protect you. It's smart. They've got their smart, their eye aura is what I call those projectors. Their little smart auras How <laughs> yeah. is more primal. We are more primal beings. I feel, and there's something more ancient about us and a little bit more animalistic too, which is why when something crosses right in front, I don't get frustrated. It is. Yeah. Anger. Oh my God. I don't have anger issues. It's anger. It's not an issue. I should say it's there, but it's not an issue (laughs) because I know I don't take it out on people. I don't, you know, I've always known what to do with my anger, but it's there when I was at work and I hadn't slept all night, better believe I was in my office, throwing things, yelling, getting it out of my system. Cause I, Always knew I have to express my emotions or they'll get trapped, right? Not knowing that this isn't anger for no reason because I used to think it was for no reason. Why are you so quick to anger? Why are you? Why is it because it was something getting in my way?
0: Yeah, yeah, even
1: though they didn't mean to, and I know that, and all the human modern stuff, that ego, especially, was just like it was like an instinct. My aura sent a signal to me that would get my attention that would say, I'm moving that out of the way and you're pulling it towards you. And that's the energetic result of it is that anger. And so sometimes I'm like, don't suppress that manifestors are suppressing their anger big time. They're like, Oh
0: my God, so much
1: big. It's too big. It's too big. Mm
0: -hmm. Go out
1: to the trees and yell and scream, give it to them. They will take it and transmute it. It's See the thing is is as manifestors as well. I've heard a lot of them trying to avoid that from happening. Mm. Instead of going, use it as fuel. That's what anger does is it can break through into those upper emotions. So that's something that has helped me is using it as fuel and also using it as fuel to heal. Because when those when that thing gets started, like when my computer shuts down right before I'm done with the post and it loses <laughs> all the data and I am <laughs> up in here and I scream. Because you just blocked that manifestation that I so clearly stayed up for 12 hours to make sure this happened. (laughs) Think about anything else. Okay. And it's so intense when it happens, my parents will tell you, I would, I would be up in the middle of the night. I want to make this movie. I want to, you have got to go to bed, but I couldn't sleep.
0: Yeah. It's volcanic energy. It's, it's volcanic. And I I mean, I love, I love that you touched on that kind of primal, ancient, ancestral connection, the manifesto energy. I, I think that's exactly who we are. And anger is so much part of that. Um, And I I think that we just really have trouble understanding the social role and kind of the social expression of anger. I think it goes beyond just, you know, oh, I I wasn't allowed to use anger when I was a kid. I think it's so much deeper than that. I think that we are denying self. I think that we are denying this access to power by diminishing anger and- In a lot of cases,
2: focus
1: on a lot. I'm so sorry. No,
0: you go, you go, you talk, (laughs) do it,
1: go for it. That's the thing. (laughs) It's like, when I'm with, when I'm with manifestors, it can be a ping pong, right? We just jump in and we do our thing. Other people, especially when I'm with projectors, there can be this interesting, (laughs) like,
0: right. They're like, oh my God. What so is much this?
1: better at like withdrawing information. I am more of an outputter. I'm so sorry, but
0: this is normal. This is normal in I my just world. Don't
1: mind it when people do that with me. I'm like, yeah. yes, say what I was just about to say. Let's keep this going together. Yeah. I don't look at it that way, so I'm glad it's the, it's the bounce me yes, Yeah, it's the yeah, I'm like, look, I'm it. going to sometimes jump in so that they don't, I love, it. I would... just one branch off real quick. Yeah. I love informing people. Cause I do it a lot, especially the people who are like, okay. And I'm <laughs> like, you're the same person that is going to walk over there and interrupt me in about 30 minutes. If I don't do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They
1: think, why are you telling me that? So I also for manifestors, you are going to get quite a few looks and I inform in soft ways too. I don't just walk up to people and go, I will be in the corner with my headphones and do not interrupt. I don't, <laughs> I kind of let it flow, but there are times people are like, I don't care. And I'm like, are you sure? Cause when I'm over there, I'm going to be real mysterious and you're going to want some of that. And I'm not going to want any of that. So it's very clear, but yes, part of What is pulling me in my work and what is exciting me in my life right now is all the people that I'm letting go of Mm. and all of the opportunities or all of the times where I'm seeing my aura repelling something and not fighting it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: A lot Mm -hmm. of my resting period has been dealing with relationships and because I'm not in a relationship. I Don't really do long term partnerships and relationships up to this point. It's just not been my thing. It's not, I've always gotten anxiety. And I know now that it was from sleeping in the bed with them, from because when I'm in relationships, I'll go days without sleeping, my appetite's affected. Yes. I'm an empath. Yes. My solar plexus is open. Yes. My spleen is open. I'm so open that it was the boundaries. So now I'm starting to look into relationships differently, but the more I become more of me and the more I keep saying, I'm not doing that. And the more I feel really secure in that, the more people are falling away, but I'm not, that feels better to me now. It feels like Mm -hmm. safe. I won't have to, when so many people, that's what the the knights and the consort and the secretary and the different people in the court were for, the king wasn't supposed to do everything. And yes, I'm gonna call myself a queen and a king, but <laughs> they weren't supposed to do all this. And, and you know, you're supposed to request an audience with them. You know, They're supposed to be rested up and it's supposed to be time for that. I have text. I wake up every day with 15 text messages still, it's getting less and less. <laughs> just people in my life, you know, and it becomes a lot. So I'm now trusting I keep I tell my higher self I'm like, let my aura just do its thing. It's so peaceful to let that happen, but it is also very like the ground is shaking and yeah. am I going to fall through? Am I going to be lonely for the rest of my life at some point because my aura just keeps those are thoughts I've had. Those I've moved through a lot of fear in this human design world being very angry that I can't go, 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 go. You have to understand when that ego, the ego, I can go to, I can stay up for several days with, without sleeping. And other people think that's just insane. And I'm like, well, first of all, it takes me forever to fall asleep. If I've got something I'm working on, it's, it's, it's really crazy. I will not feel tired. I will feel exhausted, but there's nothing that can make me go to sleep until it's done. Yeah. It, and that, that will that burst will happen at three in the morning sometimes
0: yeah it's a mania it's a mania i mean what i
1: call is manifestor mania yeah Yeah. it
0: is and curiously like (laughs) a a lot of manifestors have been misdiagnosed as as bipolar i've spoken to a lot i have
1: have been i have thought i've had bipolar for many years yeah and not it wasn't bad, but I just thought, why am I sometimes into things and then sometimes not? And yes, my sun is in Gemini, my Mercury's in Gemini. I always knew I've got these two dualities very big in my life, these two opposing forces. But that still didn't. Why is that person with sun in Gemini going to sleep just fine? Why is there were aspects that weren't clicking until this happened? Until it, this was really the the thing that put it all into place for me.
0: Mm. Yeah. I had the same experience. I feel like overall it's, it's the acceptance of all of these kind of pillars, right. Of the manifestor experience. Yeah. We, we have the anger and we have the informing and we have that closed aura that's repelling or magnetizing, right. We have these cycles of energy. I feel like we put so much energy into resistance over all of that because it's not it's atypical, right? It's so, it's so abnormal. It's not represented the world anywhere is not else. Built for that. Yeah. It is not. I mean, we we realistically do live in like a generator matrix. We just yeah. are yeah. so at odds with the way that everything in the world functions. They yeah. think we just we misuse our energy. We put our focus into saying, well, this doesn't make sense and this doesn't feel right, and I can't do this easily. And what I love hearing about your story is that you said, I'm gonna stop resisting it. What happens if I surrender to all of these things, right? What expansiveness is available to me then?
1: Yes, yes. And surrender is a perfect word. That's what I've been playing with in the past year because I quit my job almost a year ago. Um, That nine to five, very successful type of job quit that to do this full time. Now I make my own schedule. I can get very creative and go crazy on creative projects, making crazy Zodiac music videos that it's just like, (laughs) as soon as it comes in, it has to happen. Right. It's, that's the insanity of the ego manifestor too, because there was days of not sleep when in that was a chemical thing. It was a total biological thing happening. And but here in the past several months, especially with a lot of the plant medicine work that I've been doing personally, playing with the surrender, because you can think you're surrendering <laughs> actual yeah. emotion component where you say I surrender, but you actually don't feel the anxiety. Yeah. And you feel the peace instead. This is new for me. Mm. And the, it is starting to show up in wonderful ways. But yes, I deal with many manifestors in my readings and clients and people who've come to retreats who are on medications. They feel that they're depressed. They don't understand why they have such a hard time in relationships. And they all have this um, sense of being tired all the time. And most of them are older. So they probably reached the the big burnout, like the I thought I was a generator for forty years,
0: <laughs> right? Like now I'm at my Chiron return and shit's just now crazy, I'm at my right? <laughs> Chiron
1: return. It's exactly where they are. Is around the fifties, yeah. Right at that fifty point, and they're complete. They need years of yep. rest, yeah. and then they can spend the. And I tell them all the time. I say. You, this is the time in your life where you, now that you're done with that, you think you're depressed because you don't want to do anything. This could be three, four years for you of not wanting to do anything of going what's happening with my life. But if you can, instead of what is happening in my life, I really enjoy this. I really enjoy this. I think this is good. What do I want to do today? I think I just want to rest. See if that's just a couple year thing instead of I slept for two days in a row. Why isn't this gone?
0: Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Can we touch on that for a moment? Because I I feel like this is a sticking point for manifestors. This whole kind of, it's like the extrapolated deconditioning process is that it's so physical for manifestors moving out of that sacral conditioning. If you've spent 20 years, 30 years, 40 years operating in that sacral conditioning, why is the expectation that we can rest for a day, a week, two weeks, a month, and it's done? I mean, this is, it is multiple years. The number of manifestors that come to me and say, I feel like I've been in a rest cycle for two years. How is that possible? Like, is it the first one you've ever honored?
2: That's
1: right.
0: Right. Because it will take time.
1: This resting cycle that I'm in right now, which started like towards the end of March, early April, I felt that kind of like, oh, I need a break.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I've gone to Sedona. I've gone to Texas. I've gone to this place. I've done a retreat. I've done, I've not really rested, but I've rested more than I have in several months. But I would say in the past month, I've rested a total of one week straight. Mm. Right not even close because (laughs) I'm still catching up from the 10 years of thinking I was a generator and still calling into work sometimes getting there late because I didn't know why every time I woke up I felt like death for several hours and I can't drink coffee because it gives me anxiety and it was this thing that I couldn't ever, even when they scheduled me later, I'd still come in later because it took me so long to get to sleep every night. If I had something to do the next day, I don't sleep as well. And of course I was sleeping with people, living with people all over these years. There's many different things I didn't understand. And I will tell you, human design came to me after some of these changes. Five years ago, I said, I'm never living with anyone ever again. I don't even have animals, which I should, but there's such a, people will ask me all the time. Why do you have stuff in boxes? Why do you have? And I'm like, because if I have the desire to move to Arizona, I need to, and I want to go, I don't want it to be this whole big thing. I want to, cause that I moved to Atlanta three years ago. I walked into work and said, I'm moving to Atlanta and I did it. And it was <laughs> the best thing that ever happened. And all this has now happened. It was a, I remember one day talk about something that is taught being so real Mm -hmm. without even knowing about it back then, several years ago, before I moved to Atlanta, what made me move to Atlanta was I woke up one day after I had Kundalini awakening and I was depressed for several months after that totally depleted because I didn't sleep for 21 days during my Kundalini awakening. I mean, I went into a kind of daze, but I never actually went to sleep. I would daydream in bed for 12 hours.
2: Mm.
1: And that whole process took me to a point of really one of the lowest points of my life. And then one day I woke up at 8am and I woke up, I had energy and it felt like something was pulling me with a string. And you can go back to many podcasts and I've told this story. And it wasn't until human design came along that I was like, I know, I know it was spirit, but I also know that the feeling in my body was that, that depression that I went through after Kundalini awakening, I went with it. I went all the way down the rabbit hole. I considered many things. I did the whole depression thing. I really sat in it. Mm. And I think that's what allowed me to recharge. Yeah. And so many people think I'm depressed. Something's wrong. Something's not totally right because you could just be resting at peace, but your body chose depression out of a need to get you down. Yeah. And now that you're down, now you're going to go take a medication to get you back up again, which is a false signal that does not vibrate in alignment with the filling up of the sacral, or not filling up, but the decompressing of that sacral energy. Mm. You think, oh, I'll just come home and I'll decompress everyone's sacral energy from today. What about the day before and the day before? There can be, especially when you're someone like me who has solar plexus, spleen open, G center open, head open, root open. So there's a, not just emotions I'm taking on, but sexual energy. I'm taking on some of your ideas, like your Mm -hmm. inspirations. I'm, I don't feel well because you have a cold. So my body's actually biomimetically mirroring that, even though I didn't take any bacteria on from you. Yep. So. There's something about being with people, which is hard for me, but I love, I have all that Leo. So where's my audience at? Right. Mm -hmm. But so I'm really, I know my blueprint. I know my design. I've got my astrology down. I really, I understand my dosha. I'm trying to understand myself as best as possible, because if I can do that and become really whole, I don't have to seek all the answers from out there and everything can just go off of feeling and intuition, which is wow this is how I'm talking to you. Was it just like one day I said, I want to talk to her and I want to be on (laughs) her. It was that kind of simple.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I definitely said, okay, just do it. It was, it was like that.
0: And And I I love, love, I love that. Right. Right? This, I, again, it's so it, we get so singular about it. I don't think that there's anything about the manifestor experience that is ever singular, and yet we like to make it very singular and make it very linear. Um, yes. And and so I have this very kind of quirky experience working with so many manifestors that I am constantly initiated by them, and yep. I know that for so many manifestors that's challenging. To me, that is a remarkable gift, right? I still use my splenic authority. I determine whether things are correct. Sometimes I will say no, but I think it comes from a a state of openness. It's this like, whatever is coming in, I'm not going to immediately perceive it as a threat because I am safe. And I am sovereign. And if it's not correct for me, I will know it's not correct and I can push it back away. It'll repel, right? But there's more to it.
1: We sound, because we are, but we sound, there are going to be manifestors watching that are kind of like, how do I get to that point? (laughs) And I promise, keep watching podcasts like this, keep reminding yourself it's about learning. It's so difficult in certain ways. Because just like I was telling you before, I'm constantly teaching people about how to be in my energy. Because now that I know, um, I inform them, there will be times that I inform you. It's like that. Because I'm, I'm trying to stay balanced, but I also want it to work. And it's exciting to put it into action and to experiment. That is how I've done all of this is I am doing it. I am actually staying on the couch all day and loving it. Now, you know you're a manifester if you enjoyed being sick when you were younger. Okay.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Feel guilty <laughs> about not wanting to go outside, about not wanting to go to school. Of course, I have to stay here in bed with the TV right there. There's nothing else I can do. Oh my god, the peace. Do you understand? <laughs>
0: oh my god, then, so much.
1: I would get bored with that and I'd want to do something, but it's because I wanted to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's so difficult because I actually want, there are parts of my personality that enjoy making other people happy and wanting to be um, compromising and go with the flow. But some of that is because I feel that's what other people would want.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and I've got to let go of that too but I do have personality traits that are people-oriented and can and read and can make people feel I'm not the manifester that makes you intimidated and scared all the time it seems that way at first and I've dealt with that my whole life people being intimidated or just not liking me for any reason I mean that was really a hard for me because I wanted everyone to love me all that's gone yeah maybe not all but 98 percent I wish you all could see me five years ago, just three years ago, not living this way and struggling and being upset and crying every day. There was so many imbalances that now that I talk about it in this conversation with you, I have come such a long way. Like I can't even tell you how alert and clear and at peace. I feel, I did not feel that for so many years. And the more I keep letting this happen, the less success or whatever that means I want. And the more peace I I don't, it's like, astrology is so spot on for me. But when you read the, they want to feel peace, manifestors feel angry. I was just like, I almost felt like, am I not unique or original. This is reading me like a book, like it's, but it at least gave me permission to accept those very not normal, not the majority aspects of myself, which is sending me on a whole new course. And I don't feel scared about it.
2: Mm but ah,
1: it doesn't is- feel certain at all. I have no idea what's happening next, but I also don't care. I don't know how to explain it. I don't care anymore.
0: That's the way it's meant to be. Up to this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and this is the beauty of, of utilizing multiple systems. I don't, I am not at all. And I speak about this a bit. I, I am not at all of the, the mindset that one system is the way I think, human design is an excellent language tool for recognition. I had a a very similar experience to you of seeing parts of myself represented in other systems and other philosophies, but not the totality. And I felt like adding human design in kind of filled in the blanks. Right. Um, But I also think that human design is, is like a focal point of the collective right now, because this is a space of healing for the collective and people are really resonating with it but I don't think it will stay that way forever I mean people ask me you know like is are you going to do human design is this your thing from now on and I keep saying I doubt this is the cross I will die on I really you know I think that once the collective stops needing it I'll stop being connected to it because,
2: yes,
0: right, yes. as a manifester, I'm here for service to the collective. It's just I'm not here to serve you in the way that you want me to serve you. I'm here it's to serve you in the I, way you, right, the way I want way it and way the, way the way you inter- need it.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Right? Very and good.
0: I, certainly because I'm a four six. right? I'm very relational and uh, very much about that dynamic of exchange. Yes, I love.
1: This is totally for you, yes.
0: Right. I love the differences between especially like the 4-6 and the 2-4 because I feel like the 4-6 has this kind of symbiosis to it, right? On both sides of the line, we're all about relationships. We're all about the people. The 2-4 is so polarized. It's so like you are a hermit or you are connected and there is nothing in between.
1: It is very much like that. Yes, it has been that way my whole life. I was the kid who didn't drink sodas and wanted to only drink water and be healthy, but couldn't make it all the way up the hill on the bikes with everybody without falling on the ground. I was the one, there's so many things that if we go back, it's like, it just adds up. So I'm here accepting all of this and living by it. And the points you're making are even sending light bulbs often to my head, initiating things within me because so many times I've been waiting For the thing, And I've always been really into something and then that would kind of go away and then be into something else. And then that would kind of go away. This doesn't feel like it's going to go away. It feels like it's just going to continue to evolve. The the reason that things in the past went away was because I wanted them for reasons that were not in alignment with my soul, whether it be fame or money, there were lots of things, but there's so many people feeling like, oh my gosh, you found what you're going to do. And I keep telling them, I don't feel that way. I definitely (laughs) feel that way now. But I don't see myself like I can't see myself being married to someone for the rest of my life. I can't see myself doing just this for the rest of my life. I feel like there's more. There's more I'm going to evolve to. I just told someone the other day, who knows, I might be helping people like being a death doula in Egypt when I'm 80. And it has nothing to do with any of this. I'm totally I've even told people before I'm totally willing for something to come along that vibrates higher then astrology or the things that we're dealing with now that I will then attune to or pull in and utilize from that point forward. I'm not only these things. This is what my furthest expression is now. And I really have to honor that. I'm not going to like now there are times I'm not interested in certain aspects of what's happening now in my work. And then I am again. So before I would have, ignored that and just kept going because you're supposed to be consistent. You're supposed to. And then I burned out. I'm the guy who will listen to the song so much. I don't want to hear it anymore. And so <laughs> I I don't want to do that with my life anymore. I did that because I didn't understand. Go rest. You're not interested in this right now. Not because it's not interesting, but because something's pulling you away from it. Because if you stayed interested in it, you wouldn't go rest. It can be very simple like that. So I'm honoring that now.
0: Mm, mm, mm-hmm. so good can you share with us you've touched on it a couple of times already but share with us your experience of relationships because I feel like I mean this I mean talking about like interest and not interest I don't I get asked a lot to talk about relationships as manifestors and I don't have an interest in it so I don't pursue it but I think that that's also because say, well like I no, you're good you I say mean you don't
1: have an interest in it do you mean the topic or the actual relationship
0: oh, the topic, I'm all about the relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll, like, dissect yeah. any relationship. Yeah. All of my energy pushes towards that. But I don't feel a drive to teach about relationships or, or to share kind of any information or growth or transformation on that. Yeah. And I, I think part of it is that, for me, as a four, six, relationships are a very natural thing and I don't feel the need to investigate it deeper. But additionally... Yeah. Like I was married really young. I was married at 22. I've been in my relationship for 18 years. I didn't I didn't go through any kind of like singledom. I had quite the opposite. And I yeah. I am so curious about other manifestors who experience things vastly differently to that, especially you with the two-four. I mean, you just have such a distinct look at, at relationships that's so black and white, right? Like I'm in it or I'm out of it. So I would love you to just... I'm, um, you know, inform as much as you like. What's, what have your experience yeah. of relationships been and, and what can you share about that?
1: As a 2-4 ego manifester and with all that Leo in my chart, especially, I have had large groups of friends and many friends from all walks of life. I could probably call 50 people right now if I wanted to. And it's kind of always been that way. And I love that. I also really love people in my life who can go long periods without hearing from me and not take that purposefully. Because there are people I like being involved with and there's other people that for some reason I dread talking to them, but I love them so much. There's probably something about their energy at that time that doesn't make sense. I didn't used to know those things, but I'm somebody that even when I'm tired of you, I'll reach out to you because I feel like, well, I'm not hearing from them. I want to be a good friend. There were so many things that I thought being me was, which it wasn't, that I did. And now I'm just letting it happen. And relationships for me, especially as I decondition, because I am Chiron, I'm the wounded healer. So deconditioning as well, the people who are used to, hey, I want to talk to you because I want to talk and you're going to listen. That also is going away because I'm becoming more of myself and I'm going, I don't want to do that anymore. Close romantic partnerships have been the issue for me. Mm. Astrologically, even there are things in my chart that signify an independence, like Juno and Aquarius, and that not scoffing at tradition and marriage being a tradition and things like that. That makes sense, but there's something biological about it. My first long term partnership was 10 years ago, and it only was about five and a half months, and I would because of his distance away from me, I would spend the night often. (laughs) I could not sleep. And I didn't understand why. On top of the fact that he he does have sociopathic tendencies, duh, empath, the whole, I'm not into the whole empath narcissist thing because it's not black and white that way, but it was totally, I pulled it right in. And there was also this spending too much time together. I remember that we spent a lot of time together days at a time. Oh my God. It was actually May 9th. This is really weird. I'm going to be honest with you. It was May 9th. The first time I ever felt anxiety that didn't go away. I'd always had nervous butterflies getting out on stage, but it was May 9th, 2012. I was with him. And I remember this because my best friend passed away today um, in 2010. And I looked at him and just something felt wrong. It was instant. It was an instant anxiety. And I, everyone knew about it back then. Why am I feeling this way? Why can't I eat? I now look back and think, I think all of it got, I was depleted and I was completely, I was then mirror, the boundaries were completely shot and it was causing an energetic reaction in me. There are times in relationships as a two, four, even in a mental way, when they want me to text them back, or I can feel that they want to text every day. I can't. That that feels unsafe to my energy. They're going to want more than I may want at some point because I feel it now. But what if I don't feel it in a month, which happens? So that's a precarious place. So I don't even get involved. I have tended to avoid them. Now I'm really starting to heal certain aspects and I'm starting to want relationships and go into them going, I'm not sleeping with you. I'm not staying the night. I'm not So I'm still single, (laughs) but the more sure you are, the less options, but I've also got to trust that I really don't want that right now. There's, I want love and affection, but there's certain that person is going to have to come and probably live in a different home or in a different wing of the house. Hey, okay. We can have that. And that will be what feels good to me is that it's on my time but that's hard to tell someone in a relationship that I only want you on my time. Oh
0: my gosh. That
1: sounds the way that sounds to them is you're a narcissist. You're an asshole. You're all of that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the love and the affection and the, the mesmerizing feeling you have when you're with me, you'll have it again. If you just leave me alone, Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. leave
1: the cage door open and I'll go to bed. But if you lock it, I'll escape and never come back. It's unsafe. It doesn't just annoy me. It's I can't sleep. I can't eat. And it's also being an empath as well. And I have an open solar plexus, but they're empaths with defined solar plexus. So that doesn't necessarily relate to that. So as an empathic, highly, highly sensitive manifester, ego manifester, one-to-one relationships in a romantic sense, especially when there's sexual energy being exchanged it is so hard for my energy is to tell someone, sure, sex once or twice a week is good. And I'll see you once or twice a week. The average person doesn't like the sound of that. That doesn't. Oh my
0: God. Especially sacral beings, right? I mean, they're, they're the polar they that opposite. Yeah. For them, yeah. that, that energy feeds them for us. That energy drains us. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I'm married to a projector, blessedly another non-sacral, thank thank Christ I chose that. But I know, you know, a lot of people are in relationships, romantic and and intimate relationships with sacral beings. And I think there, you know, I love that you touched on having to do this informing to say that this is how I need it to be. It's not just that I want it to be this way. I do want it this way, but I also need it to be this way. And I'm not going to give you anything else. I mean, that is to the outside world. That is narcissism in a relationship. It just Because
1: is. it's everything they tell you is bad. The ego, the, the intensity, the dominance, the manifestor type. And I will tell you, I have dealt with many manifestors that I was like, please repel me
0: like oh well, yeah me too oh and my god i've dealt with some fierce ones yeah
1: <laughs> yes, and that's totally fine but a lot of times they were fiercely in pain too it wasn't yes. like they were informing they were out of alignment and totally was anger that why doesn't nobody like me why doesn't they're totally in that no i don't understand yeah. why the projected
0: anger projected anger it's vicious it's vicious it if so you've, vicious. you've ever been on the receiving end of that it cuts
1: Yes. I'd also like to touch one more thing. It just popped in about my life and what has helped me is quitting that nine to five. First of all, I should not be doing any work that is assigned to me other than myself. I am my own boss. And I've always been told that by readers and people and just always knew it would be that way. Not realizing how it has to be that way for my energy, because no matter how sweet you say it, when you tell me what to do, I just told someone earlier, I said, Hey, can you like suggest things to me instead of like telling me to do it? That's all I said to them. They did not like it that I said that.
0: (laughs) And I didn't care. Oops. Said, so what?
1: I said, it makes me feel so there's certain, you know, and maybe I won't see that person again. At some point I looked at it like, cool. If my aura is repelling them and my informing repelled them, let's just let that happen. It feels easy. Does it not? But also the, there are so many manifestors I meet that are struggling financially. Yes. And It's because ah, I feel very grateful. I do not work 40 hours a week, but sometimes I do. But when I am, it's making posts or it's creative. It's not. I'm told to do it right. Yeah. It's different. It's totally different. I definitely still get drained by doing work, even work. I love. I'm not a generator, but it is totally different when it's your energy. I do work a lot from home and I love it, but I also go out into the world and do things. That two, four is definitely there. And I'm honoring, I've kind of made life, but like I was saying earlier, I've made life to be this way. But even before human design came along, there were things that were, I was already sleeping alone and there were things that I already figured out that I had to do. Human design can really align you also with what type of business or what the way you should conduct business. Because I also know that I'm not supposed to be posting as consistently or sending out. I'm not supposed to do all that by myself either. And what has really helped me is having blocks of time. I mean, doing readings. I used to do readings one right after another eight a day. Mm. And why can't I do this? If I could read 40 people a week, I would be so rich, I used to thought. I'm like, this could be so easy. It killed me. I was like, well, I can't do that. So there is something to be said as well about like, I do work less. I am not making less than I was, but some people do. And I'm telling people right now. There are times that I do make less sometimes because I'm taking a break or I'm backing off of certain things. And yes, those gears will start going, but I tell myself every time there's more money, it's coming. You know what you want. This feels good right now. Just practice with it. It's working for me. Like right now, there's a little, there's a slump happening, not necessarily financially, but just like, Not as many bookings, not as many events, not as many people reaching out. And I look at that as like, oh, my aura is telling them to do that.
0: Great. Instead of
1: just six months ago saying, what's happening? Uh Uh-oh, what if my urge never comes back? I guess this isn't the work I'm supposed to be doing. Instead Mm. of going into all that, just being quiet and simple about it. Just going and sitting by a tree and clearing out. Because my best ideas have been when I've gone and laid in the park. Okay. (laughs) yeah, it would be like, oh, so but I've had those experiences. I did not. I read all of this in a book at some point. Go sit by a tree. It was when I did it on my own time. I didn't do it when the book told me to do it. But just keep learning. Just keep knowing things will fall into place. And you do not have to have an excessive amount of money to live. If you're making it every single week and you're working 20 hours, do that for a little while treat yeah. yourself. If you're not homeless, it's okay. If you're resting people, really, if people can choose the rest over the money, at least half the time, that's more than none. You're going to notice a change in your energy.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. You're gonna notice a
1: change in your life. And you're going to notice the house there's pockets of time where nothing happens because we have big bursts and that's when it's supposed to happen. These opportunities don't want to come to you when you're afraid of them.
0: Well, your energy is already pushing them away. I mean, people people, and things and energetic sources are responding to your lack of availability. So you can push yourself up to be available for that. But exactly as you said, you will burn out. It is a guarantee. You will yeah, burn absolutely. out. There's, there's no ifs or buts about it. And we see that with non-sacrals, especially all the time. I mean, certainly for me on the money concept, I I am certain. I mean, my spleen is so online <laughs> with this that this year is a reclamation of regality around money for manifestors. Like we are about to dive headfirst into a money vortex <laughs> manifestors if you are yeah. listening. And, I mean, really here here at our team and with our business, we are going all in on that. I this is one of the you know, most major things over the last few years that I feel very, very clear and very specific yeah, about. I
1: feel that. I feel that from your energy. I feel that from the posts that I see so mm. much of your content, even when it's simple, is like no one else is talking about it that way because we are 9%, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So
1: who's going to talk about it and who's going to focus on this energy type, which this is... The reflector and the manifester are the two types that really need the attention. I feel like the projectors don't have it easier, but in this society, they have more of a place. They like do. Being yeah. More, you know, they're doing I well. I think they're and
0: more. more recognized. And I do think that over the last few years, they've had a gaining kind of support platform built around them. Whereas you're right, manifestors and reflectors have very much still been just discarded. I think because people genuinely cannot understand us. That's what I continue to see. I agree. They try. They try earnestly, but they just do not get it.
1: Don't, And that feels very alienating for the other people too. And it does not feel good when I go up and tell them, you're a generator and I'm a manifestor king. (laughs) You know, it's like, it doesn't feel... It's really us who's tired and wanting to keep up and wanting to be like you all, trust me. And that's why I like the quantum human design names a little yeah. better, yeah. initiator. Yeah. It kind of is like initiator. That's all I'm here to do is just get shit started. Kinda. But <laughs> Manifestor sounded cooler, but also it it's not right for now anymore because everyone's getting it so confused and they don't understand the word manifest the way human design is meaning it but it's so interesting how to explain to people what it's like being a manifester can sound very beverly hills it can sound very like I just don't want to work and I'm going to get you to do it. If there's a fine line, when you're coming into this, right. you are, you're the character in the books that are not, you know, it's like,
0: it's bougie. It's like the real housewives. It is. And
1: I love the real Housewives. <laughs> so, and that's my. but see another thing, people going, you watch real housewives. And I'm like, yes, I love watching people express emotion and I love the regalness, but also sorting it out and the way they do it in the different personalities. It feels like something, but there's also something el- elevated or the manifester energy. I don't need the nice things. I want freedom. Yeah. That's what I want. I want things big. I want it to look like it did in my head. Those are the things that matter to me. I want to be left alone and not be made to feel guilty about it when it's time for that.
0: Yeah. So,
1: but there's a lot of informing that has to happen and will always happen. And it's actually fun sometimes, especially when it's received well. It feels like something you can give yourself a pat on the back about. Mm-hmm. I did it, it worked. I did it, and they're not going to bother me. And there's no, I got out ahead of it. There's a lot of tools. And I will tell you, there's the best tool as a manifester is to stop giving a shit.
0: <laughs> 100 percent <laughs> i meant to that me. yeah
1: naturally i don't if correct really the way
0: yeah we've been taught actually... to give a shit yeah i think that we don't naturally care to be honest and,
1: and those things like when people say you forgot my birthday which i get it there are people there have been friends that my aura is getting out that have tried to find any reason for why they feel pushed out in some way. So they'll bring up all that kind of stuff. All that tells me is you need more of me and that feels not free, right? It's, I like to tell people I'm like a cactus. There's, I'm beautiful. I hold a lot, but there's a spikiness. There's a, you're only going to get so close. And that doesn't fit with the person that I thought was a Good spiritual person that everyone would like. You know, Mother Teresa, come here. Everybody (laughs) can have me, you know? Right. Once I gave myself the permission, and human design definitely helped with you can't be right for everybody. That was hard for me. There was a period of time where I would get angry. I would call a lot of my projector friends because I have a lot of projectors in my life. I don't like being a manifester. I'm over it. I would be so over it. I'm like, I want to get it. I want to, how come I don't like to work out? How come I have to, there's so many aspects about life that I don't want to work out. It's not like I'm one of those generators that doesn't like working out. And they learned that it would actually help them. Like today I told somebody, you know, you may want to use more of your energy. You'll sleep better, you know, so you pass out. And they were like, I know, I always feel better when I go to the gym. And I say, you know what I feel like when I go to the gym? That's not
0: the case for us. Depressed? (laughs) I feel awful.
1: (laughs) Anxious and um, sad. I used to cry.
0: Yeah. It's depleting. It's actually depleting.
1: crazy. And I'm just like, I look great. I'm fine. But those are things that I wish worked for me. Go to the gym, feel happy after for 12 hours. That's why I have an issue with these Instagram posts that come out, especially ones that are like... You know, you could be happy if you did 12 hours of exercise, if you woke up at 6 a.m. If you and I'm like, this is not made for everybody, this is damaging. And they're you know, spiritual posts, they mean well, they
0: but do. they are damaging
1: to me too. So like, much.
0: They're so exclusive to the nuance yes. of, of individuals. Generative. And, you know, we're, we're seeing a resurgence now of a lot of that narrative around success too. I think because the last couple of years we've really broken down that sort of like hustle mentality, a bit of capitalism has broken down. Some of that toxic masculinity is starting to drip away. And so yes. it's doing a, its own resurgence, right? It's like, hold yes. on. Do you really want to let me go? And we're seeing lists and stuff come out on social media of like, what does it take to be successful? And what are the what do the one percent do? Right? Uh And it's all like read a book every day. day. Those
1: bodybuilder trainer dudes posting all the time. No excuses. And I'm just like, oh my god, not everybody (laughs) is a pumped up generator. Let it go. With you know but they act like this is what it takes oh successful people get up in the morning they do it anyway They and it's like it's there are generators that actually if you if they would just do it anyway and like the project my mother wants to work on and she actually loves doing but she's too tired from her job that she can't Mm -hmm. do it I say do that anyway because your project you're working on will give you some energy it'll
0: fuel you Mm -hmm. that
1: sound doesn't it sound amazing to be exhausted pass out replenish during sleep and wake up that sounds so normal (laughs) it does it sounds so
0: easy to me that's so easy you mean like if i'm tired i sleep and i eat some good food and maybe do some exercise and then i'm good again instead of this like endless almost pointless when you're in the midst of it rest cycle that seems to go nowhere and have no rhythm and have no walls to it until you just unexpectedly like pop back too. out of it it, it is depression yeah. there's a depth to it that it just it has no label right it has no understanding right. to it exactly and yet right. i'm not We're sad
2: i'm
0: not sad
1: i also just don't want to do anything
0: <laughs> and i can't even if i try it i can't initiate anything i mean there. The biggest challenge for me, I think in that just on a very human level um, is that I'm a quad left All my variables point left, which makes me a very structural manifestor. It's kind of one of the weird dichotomies in my energy. I am in some ways able to be consistent as long as it's kind of procedural, it's rhythmic, it's cyclical. Um, And when I'm in a deep rest cycle, yeah. When I'm in a deep rest cycle, the fact that I can't even initiate to make an appointment does my head in. (laughs) like this is not normal and
1: see my ego can and I know you have a defined ego but my ego I can do anything during a rest cycle anything but I it the way it feels to do it Mm. I almost made an energy update today because I thought okay it's Monday let's start this again it was a month and I told myself you don't want to yet it's okay I said you're gonna be alive hopefully 80 years 90 years just this little bit of time try playing with don't do it until because the thoughts of well everyone else is still posting just war well, everything's just going on by deep down I'm loving it yeah so I'm gonna wait until I'm ready for it again because right now I'm loving it I feel so free right now without social media
0: mm. but then again
1: you I wouldn't be talking to you right now without it so I'm just who knows who it's a double-edged
0: the, sword Yes. Nice. It's a
1: double-edged sword. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I have to trust the way it feels in that moment because it used to feel a certain way. So I'm going to wait for that to come back.
0: Mm. Before we wrap up, I would love to touch a little bit deeper on social media and get your <laughs> thoughts on it. Uh, I have given up trying to find an answer. Right <laughs> on social media, classic like head conditioning. There is no answer. Um, I think that as as non-sacral beings, this is just something that is complex for us. Is social media where are stepping into a sacral system, and it's not going to ideally work for us. But I do think there are spaces for empowerment and ownership with that. Yeah. You're somebody who's you've you've built a really engaged big following, which naturally comes with that pressure of. Now I have to maintain it. Now Absolutely. I have to keep showing up for this. I'm past the you know the work hard to build it. Now I've got it. What do I do with that? And I love that you've been talking about this this episode that you've stopped. Just stop posting because it doesn't it doesn't feel correct, and it still feel mm-hmm. that external pressure. Should I do it now? Should I do it now? People are waiting for me.
1: There are, there are people reaching out all the time and it triggers me. It does, Mm -hmm. but it's triggering me less and less. I'm just kind of like, Oh, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Mm -hmm. Whatever happens is supposed to happen next. I'm like, I'm not here to be a social media. It can be so much bigger than that. I'm trying to reach people, but I also, I'm enjoying saying I have 21,000 followers. My goal was 10,000 when Mm -hmm. I started in, late 2020. I just said, I just want 10,000 followers so that I can put a link in my stories and now everyone can do <laughs> Swipe it.
0: Swipe up feature. <laughs> yes, And now it's and available I got to, to all the 10, 000, of us.
1: They changed it. And I was like, <laughs> but also when I got to 10,000, it kept going. Okay. So I was just like, and right now I'm I felt good about that. I felt like there's enough people to have an impact on. I don't have to get it to everybody. These 20,000, if they see some of my stuff, they'll tell people, they'll get it out there. I started to feel less responsibility and I never really cared about the followers. The, the followers to me meant somebody will see me or Holly will say, okay, this isn't just some random person. I want him on my podcast. It felt secure to me. It felt like they. I won't have to prove myself as much. And in some ways, it worked that way, but that was also a matrix and a belief system that I activated and chose. So it isn't like it's a reality, the reality. It's a reality that I chose and I worked with and I mastered that. I I definitely thought if I keep posting, I'll get more followers, and that's what happened. But now I'm like, I can just relax where I am because I want to relax. I have to relax. The feeling that I'm feeling right now, it could be long. But what about all those years I didn't rest? So I'm thinking about those things too. It's about the feeling of it. And I'm starting to trust the simplicity of things more because my open head center and my open root, having an open head center and an open root and having an ego authority, trust me, it, it takes a lot just to get me to get down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But once I'm down, I don't want to get back up, but I want to be doing something and creating something and being inspired. There's something. But when someone said, you're supposed to rest, you don't have it, gave me permission to like it. And then it happens more. And I don't ever call myself lazy or look at it as laziness. That's gone.
0: Mm. That
1: is a self abuse.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. I so resonate with that. I so resonate with all of that. I think. Um we overlook mastery, right? We talk about mastery with generators, right? The generators will go at something over and over and over again to get mastery. I think so much of the manifesto energy is about mastery. I deeply relish and delight in mastery in, especially in little (laughs) sub quantum fields, little pockets of reality, things like social media, you know, like I am invested in this one little space right now and I will go at it until I master it. And then I'll be done. And I probably won't want to look at it again. But I think we need to allow ourselves to do that, to to be hyper-focused on something simply because we want to master it.
1: That's that was kind of what drove me in social media too. I had a message, but I also like, it's working, it's working. I liked that part too. You know, there was there's aspects of there's aspects of of money in the whole financial system of making money that I like too. You know, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of dense human energy in me. I don't dislike the 3D matrix like other people do. I like playing this game, but it can be so exhausting. Yeah. So, and I before we go. I just have to say that being a manifester does not make you a better manifester
0: oh my in the God, word no. they all mean.
1: <laughs> it's actually <laughs> counter that because when we're out of alignment, uh sometimes like I'm somebody, everything that I have in this home, this home, everything you're seeing, I did it.
2: Mm.
1: I wanted it, I made it happen, I did it not all, but most of it by myself. That's also changing because I have issues delegating because I like doing it. Okay. I want to be eight of me at the party. You make the drinks, you do the music, you do that. And we'll all do it. It's not just about doing it right either. I like it. Yeah. I like being the master of ceremonies and being the one that poured your drink, being the one that also gave you the best music. And it's so exhausting. Days after my parties back in the day, days would go by and I'm like, I can't get up. And it's because I did everything. So there's also that as well. But for manifestors, people say, you know, wait for the invitation for projectors, wait for responding for generators, and wait for the lunar cycle, and wait for your initiation or for your impulse. But your impulse, was brought to you by law of attraction. So don't look at it as a manifestor that you have to go get it. Everything
2: Mm.
1: necessarily in a masculine way, your manifestor energy can also receive feminine, the impulse and the download of what it would be. That is the reception of it as well. You're put into going toward it. That's the action of it, but staying more in reception. That's another thing as manifestors get into that. Well, I think I'm just supposed to go get it then there's a mastery of that too cuz there's a fine line you have to practice with or really sit with with that which is i'm resting i receive the impulse i don't actually have to act on it or go get it that's also my choice but i go when it comes we're as manifestors we like that state so we want to be in that state a lot and we can get addicted to that state yeah. and the other state isn't talked about enough. And if we can understand the filling up, that's what I would love is if there was enough of us together. And by the time you and I leave our physical bodies, we have manifestors all over the planet, knowing who they are being so in alignment, not tired all the time, having specific systems or societies even or or, um, communities set up for non-sacral beings and things like that, where it operates in this way. Oh yeah, we'll have breakfast at 11, not eight. You see what I mean? There might be those little changes that happen in society and manifestors walking around so in alignment that, that our, I get it. Thank you. I just got a download.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Our Our world could be shifted. If 2% of the manifestors were fully in alignment, the initiations, we are the ones, oh my God, I'm getting a big download and it's because you're here in front of me. It's because sometimes I just, I'll just be in here doing my shit, you know, maybe smoking a little weed, eating something. But when I'm in front of somebody, they're showing me kind of the, the reflector actually has an ability to open human consciousness to, what does that mean? To more energy, kind of like a new moon. They're like walking portals, if you will, Mm. of energy that they hold Mm. like pillars. And through them, there's an anchoring of some type of energy, which signals manifestors to kind of boom, like like a firework, burst that energy out, but some of us, so many of us are imploding. So the generators are continuing to do the same thing over and over and over because there's not enough newness and new ideas and new conquering, if you will, that is coming in. And the projectors are supposed to tell us, what do you want us to do? This is what we want because you know how hard we can be about it. This mm-hmm. is what we're going to do. Well, that doesn't sound very feasible. Well, I'm going to go do it. You leave me alone. And the projector says, you go do that. And then goes and gets a bunch of generators and says, they want to do this. Why don't you do it this way? You do it that way. And you go over here and do it that way. And then there it happens. And I didn't have to be the one that wasted my energy delegating all those details and everything. I let the projector guide them in that. I came out on my balcony and said what I had to say. And now I'm back here eating grapes. If we can get that... There will be generators who say, I want to eat grapes too. It's people, our egos are going to get in there, but it's up to us to hold it anyway. Mm. That's how it's a, it's a big feeling that if it's not just everyone living by their design, it's like manifestors. Actually, if we got them in alignment, there'd be more things to generate quicker, I am never thought about it that way ever. (laughs) And I'm like, because I will tell you before this call, I have kind of resigned myself to wanting to go out into the woods, wanting to get a cabin, leave me alone, live outside of a big city so I can fourth line my way there whenever I need to. And just leave me alone because I don't really have a place in society. That's how I kind of feel like I'm not on your time. I want to go grocery shopping in the middle of the night because sometimes I'm up. And I just feel like That just made me realize how important it is that we get in alignment for the planet, for the sake of the planet, actually, because we were in total alignment for thousands of years. Mm. Some were not. I even had a dream that I was a manifester living as a peasant hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And the
2: struggle with that,
1: yeah, like I was a physical human who came into like a a working class, but I, I was a manifester like I am now
2: mm-hmm. and
1: that whole thing. And so I'm grateful to be alive now, but that they were not, not sure of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to be on that level and how can we rule still? Cause we have a desire to rule. How can we rule? It's use knowing our place. it's like they're showing me a checker like a chessboard and everything knowing its place and and there's rules to this and we're not playing by the rules of it.
2: Mm. but we also
1: didn't know that. but I do believe that the human design thing would have already always come into our system. it had to come in the way it did because, we came out of alignment with the natural rhythms of the diversity of humans and everyone got turned into king like manifester and generator
2: mm. and,
1: and then when democracy came in and the the projectors came into being it was kind of like well where do we go now because you all like them better because they're asking you who do you want to vote in I didn't ask you that it was me 100 percent every time there's no <laughs> voting here okay <laughs> like, I'm in office. That's just that. And, you know, giving them a choice is great, but where do we fit in there? I will tell you this, me being in my home, not posting on social media, resting right now is doing the collective, a huge service. And then when I'm ready to burst it out, I also don't have to burst it out in a big city or in a huge audience every single one counts and you'll get more of them the more you rest that is the tricky part
2: yes
1: tell so me manifestors who actually have to show up to work i have my life now and i'm grateful and i did it myself
2: mm-hmm.
0: nobody
1: gave this to me yeah, i scared, i was scared many times
0: yeah yeah it's okay. continual cliff jumping you gotta, you gotta keep going you gotta keep going i am
1: but now i'm pr- reaching another one and i'm like this one's taking me to a whole new thing so you oh, just yeah. have to trust that.
0: the further you journey the bigger the cliffs are <laughs> they just they just keep the getting fear bigger and scarier never stops. Never. The fear
1: never stops, i just don't <laughs> listen to it or i just kind of like like when i was a kid and i go out on stage so nervous yeah you just did it anyway and then it would go away. And then at the end of the play, every time I would go, I want to do it again. Yeah. And that's what this is, especially for manifestors, because you have to create your own life out of this matrix that was already created. Think of it as like, you get to do that. You're honored to come in. We don't have to be Kings and worry about all those people anymore. We get to be regal like that in peace Like we get to make our own place. There's a challenge, of course. And I feel privileged in some way. I know there are manifestors out there probably thinking who got them there and who, because I would have felt that way at one time. I'm just telling you, you have what it takes. If you don't suppress your anger and you start resting more and you don't work as much, it's just, it actually kind of will just happen naturally.
0: Yep. Yeah oh my gosh, I'm so deeply receiving that message. I'm just letting that filter through all of my cells. That feels just so that makes feel so
1: much more important, actually. Oh I my
0: gosh. You yes. kind of have
1: made me feel a little, not unimportant, but just kind of like, you tell me you're the kind of person that wants to have an impact, but projectors have what you could have been doing at one time. So you're yeah. just kind of here to, put on a show and say, let's have a party and then leave before the party really gets started. Like a lot of that doesn't sound good to all my Leo. So working with it in this way, it's like, no, I can stay. I can initiate and stay around if I choose to. It's about what I want. Yeah.
2: And what I,
0: what I want is sacred. What I want is good. If it's good for me, it's, it's good for all. we need to arrive at that place we have to arrive at that place if we're going to take full ownership over this position
1: manifestors like manifestors who are people pleasers and doormats and things like that Mm -hmm. that's not you naturally so you're into that game it's time to to get completely out of it because it is not easy being an asshole and a bitch and I'm not but for them the, the perception of that is hard. Letting go of that, and not giving a shit is magical. Heal mm-hmm. yourself, it works. It, I, I really believe my healing work is what led me here, not just reading human design books.
0: Oh, agreed. 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 I mean, this is this is the language and this is the kind of scaffolding, but it's the work is the work. Absolutely. It's energetic. You gotta, you gotta do the work. You can't just read about it. That's right. I could literally talk to you all day. I genuinely could. I could could just like keep going. It's so good. There's so much stuff being activated. I think we're at a beautiful point for wrapping up though. And I, I would love, love, love you to share how people can get involved in your work. Where can they find you online? How can they participate in your energy?
1: Yes, yeah, So if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, I do one-on-one sessions. I'm an astrologer, psychic medium. There's an array of different services that I offer. I'm also a healer and you can find all of that information at um, theastromedium.com. You can also follow me on TikTok, Instagram at the.astromedium, um, Facebook, YouTube, the astromedium. It's really, they should all be kind of the astromedium, <laughs> but the bulk of my work is energetics, its alignment, I really, really work with, especially now a lot of light workers, starseeds, and empaths. Um, and I usually bring up human design in a lot of my readings anyway, just to make sure they at least know their type. But I work with people who are going through difficult spiritual awakening and are going through difficult ascension symptoms and going through that process. That's really where my main focus is now. And I am a plant medicine facilitator and I offer one-to-one sessions and group retreats as well. And so if anyone's interested in that, you can go to the astromedium.com retreats. And that is, and I also do monthly cacao ceremonies. So plant medicine and working with sacred medicines is really the foundation of what I'm working through now, mm. working in now.
0: So beautiful. We will, of course, link absolutely everything in the show notes so people can find you. I I, I love watching what you do. It's so oh, I, I just find it so enticing. I find it so enriching. So thank you for everything that you put out.
2: You um, saying that?
0: Yes, he, you are welcome. I mean, he is so <laughs> worth a follow. He's. I think whenever we have the opportunity to see a manifesto operating in alignment, we should take it. We should just observe and just follow along because it's it's so um, expansive. It's just so expensive to all of us.
1: Appreciate you and your work has helped me so much. I mean, even just cute memes and stuff. It's (laughs) like that was what I needed. I just needed. Sometimes I just need permission. Still, it's okay. It's okay to forget that you're royalty sometimes because it's so juicy when when you remind me it feels so juicy. So I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you for your time being here. Thank you for sharing thank all you. of your wisdom with us. We are so grateful.
1: I'm grateful for you as well. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life.